We've got. Do we get to four? Aloyan, <laughs> aka Arno, in the house. He's gonna do a little quick. <laughs> it's the predator. Quick bride's first dance. What's that noise? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Performing live. Are we live? Karsestein <laughs> Սերանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցանցան
um, all four of us have children. Um, two of us have kids that are much older that you could actually speak to and <laughs> discipline. <laughs> yeah. And Armand and I have a child that still shits themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're still incontinent. They're, yeah, they're still... They, they, you tell them no and they stare at you and do it. they, like they it. still continue to do... Well, Armand, how old is your kid? Four and a half months. Four and a half. Okay, yeah, your kid is still... My boy. Your, yeah, your boy is still... <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter recently started walking, so, you know, she hates the word no, so she cries every time I say no to her, and she realizes that, you know, which is a good thing, actually. I've come to realize that my daughter's... My, <clears throat> uh, my opinion on certain things, when I tell her don't do something, or when I obviously say no, or chikarabi, or whatever, she gets offended. Like, she really takes it to the heart, like, oh, crap, my dad is pissed at me. She's daddy's little princess. She's daddy's little daddy's princess. <laughs> I'm screwed, man. I have two, and I've had that situation with both of my girls from day one. Yeah, and the, and the screwed up part is, I and I look at her, and I get I get upset at her. Like, for example, if she goes into the kitchen and opens up a drawer, I say no, because I don't want her messing around with the pots and pans and learning that, oh, shit, I could pull this shit out and throw it on the floor and start banging yeah. on it. I say no to her. She'll look at me. She'll start <coughs> crying. And right away, right off the bat, I say, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'll hug her and I'll kiss her. You can't do that. You I know, man, I don't but do I can't, bro. I you let it go for that. like 10 minutes, no, 15 man, minutes, and slowly it's Shit, a mutual man. coming Because you just together. negated your no. I know, but it's like she... It's a, I don't Ed, know. how old are your daughters? Uh, my oldest daughter is going to be seven next month. My youngest daughter is five, turning six in April. So you have two. Yes, two daughters. Beautiful. And Heno, you have... I got an 11-year-old son, Arthur, a four-year-old daughter, Sophia, and a one-year-old one son, Andrew. Wow. Nice. And your son just turned one recently, yeah. right? When was it? Uh, uh, November 1st. Your yeah, son and birthday. Andrew's daughter are about the same age, no? Uh, they're about yeah. two oh, weeks apart. Arno's yeah. No, my daughter. My daughter Arno's and his daughter. daughter. Yeah. You said oh. Andrew's... I Andrew's said Heno's son Heno's and Arno's daughter. You said no? Andrew's daughter. Oh, we'll I'm go sorry. back and listen okay. to it and we'll mock him later for it. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I don't want I don't bust just, my chops without I save my friend on <laughs> one, one thing spot. is, you know, we'll I'll see how his he raises his daughter. I might do the same thing that they did with him. You know, oh, arrange, okay, arrange marriage type of deal. Yeah, yeah I of see that coming. Of course coming. you're gonna bust my balls for it. I see that coming right now. But uh if I were you I'd run, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If if, oh, yeah. if that that topic. Well, comes I don't up know. The kid, the kid has mom too, you know. So, if <laughs> we see Andrew took more of the mom side, maybe. But if 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 uh, if Andrew grows up to be like Carol, we'll be fine. Okay. But, <laughs> but if not, if not, then uh, you can go. I'll I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you think about it. But uh, I mean, everybody has a different way of uh, raising their kids, and. Um, it's funny, the generation nowadays, I feel, is more, I mean, I, I'll say it, it sounds harsh, I think is more spoiled. Of course, it's all about instant gratification. Yeah, it's, no, it's very, yes. very, very spoiled, and um, it's, uh, I, th I think it's, it's not the best thing to do. You're, you're treating, you're, you're gifting your kids everything, and them working, you know, learning to work hard and understanding... Um, how finances work and you know how life works it's just it's not earned the same way as you know as our parents were of course when my parents came to america they were in their mid-30s again came here with one or two suitcases and 200 kids bucks in their pocket. 200 bucks in their pocket and uh you know made a living and when i look up when i see that i go crap you know my my dad has worked you know so hard to get to where he is now i want to try to make him as proud as you know i want to try to make him proud of me so what i do is i try to work as hard as i can to make my dad proud but there's kids now well i mean obviously this this is a topic where we're going to get a lot of shit for it of course yeah uh there are kids now that are in their i'd say maybe teens maybe early 20s where their parents were the same as you know ours their parents immigrated as well but they gift their kids everything as in like even if you flunk something it's okay let my kid have something that i didn't have yeah. nothing is earned now well the, i think they're trying to vicariously live through their kids in a sense and uh 
overscheduling and overbooking them. And after class, they have piano and then dance and then gymnastics and taekwondo and God knows whatever else. Freaking seven-year-old kid has a 60-hour week schedule. <laughs> it's more packed up than my schedule. Yeah. You know? I mean, you got to have time to do all that. I mean, obviously, there's always... Um, you, it's like, oh, you're for number one. It's like, are are you overworking your kid? Because I, uh, my kid is one. I mean, I obviously I have plans of taking them to dance and swimming and all that stuff. But I know there's families where they have everything kind of scheduled in one day. Like, Heno, what are your kids do as far as after school activities? They go to school. Well, my son goes to school, comes back home, does a little homework and stuff. He's got guitar class. And he does. He goes. Does his guitar. Comes back home. You know. Uh, does his homework and stuff, and plays around with the. You know, the siblings. Okay. As, as far as any other uh, outside activity, what else? Well, does he we do? try to put him into different. He he, he was going to take one though. He did some basketball, on and off. Okay. What about you, Ed? Same with my kids. I think it's been more like summertime. My wife puts them into more activities like gymnastics and hip-hop dance swimming class mm -hmm. but when it comes to school year or during school times she will only keep to one side thing so they can focus more on the school right it's not just about focusing on the school it's about focusing on being a kid that's yes. what i think is missing these days so, do you know how they fight in the house sometimes it upsets you as a parent right but at the same time that's just what we did too we just don't look back on it well the difference is we weren't home when we were kids. Growing up, I mean, that's what I'm thankful for. Yeah. That I, My childhood yeah. was in Armenia. I was seven and a half when I came here. So I was at an age where we, I mean, we'd come back from school and then we'd play outside till 10, 11 at night. Yeah. Our parents would be sitting down outside with the neighbors, eating sunflower seeds, drinking coffee or tea yeah. or whatnot. Majority and of the time, the lights were off. I mean, I lived through times where we had no lights in the whole building. So everybody would just hang out in front yeah. of the building. yeah. But when you say kids fight because they're in a thousand confined square foot space, confined yeah. space, I mean, what do you expect them to do? I yeah. mean, even we, if you let them go outside, Armunjan, they really don't go outside and play, buddy, because you're too scared to let them out on the of street. Course. And the yard, they ride their scooter up and down the yard 10 they times, bored, and then yeah. they get bored and yeah. go inside. It's unfortunate that times have changed so much where kids don't have a childhood anymore. It's like they're a disciplined corporate executive from the time they're four years old. And then they have to go to high school and then college. And for the rest of their life, they're pretty much scheduled. They have no playtime where, here's, here's a stick, as George Carlin would say. <laughs> they <laughs> go play in the dirt. They go go play in the yeah, dirt. they go they home. Go home. I mean, well, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I'm the youngest out of, all, out of the four of us. I mean, I did have a childhood. I mean, I was born in 86. Uh, we moved to the States in 80, 89. And we played in the streets. On, yeah, of course, yeah, man. Yeah, on, in, on Orange in Grove, on Porter, oh, South yeah. Glendale. Mm -hmm. We were we would play in the streets, man. We had our bikes, we had our rollerblades. How many? Yeah, soccer, soccer ball. ball, everything. I had so many Street nicks, hockey. cuts, bruises. There's been times where I've fallen on my face with rollerblades on and I had a gash on my yeah. face. Nowadays, kids don't want to go outside. Yeah. Everything revolves well, the parents around. don't let the kids go it's outside. Not the well, kids don't go outside. I personally don't even allow my own kids to play in the front yard of my house. I allow them to play unsupervised inside the gate. But outside the gate, I have no guarantee someone's not going to grab my kid and take off. See, it's see crazy. Yeah. I mean, was it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the way we're thinking. Was it like that when we were younger? No. It how, wasn't but see, like how that. do you know this? Because, listen, in Glendale back then, you didn't have anyone trying to steal a kid broad daylight, 3 p.m., taking a kid I from would, a I would consider on, I would consider Glendale a very then. safe city. Even back then, Glendale had the most co cops per capita. Don't forget, <laughs> Glendale as a city has a lot of cops. I would actually say Glendale is safer now than it was back then. I wouldn't say so. I think I think Impossible. our parents were just naive. No, as the as a whole world in the last twenty years, a lot of of course have it's changed. changed. It's not the Leave It to Beavers. What was that show called back in the fifth from the fifties? Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, Leave It to Beaver. It's not that those times. No, no, no. The American dream, as far as that whole white picket fence bullcrap, yeah. that's dead. Kids that's playing with the neighbors, kids. That doesn't. Yeah, that exist. doesn't exist. I mean, I I grew up playing with I know on on the schoolyard yeah. playing basketball 
14 hours a day. Yeah, we all do. Um, all of us do. But nowadays, I, I don't see kids doing because that Because the rims on those elementary school rims, they take them off. They what do you mean a, they take yeah, them off? Yeah, the one in where I was, grew up, John Muir, the rim sits into a socket on the backcourt. Back and then at night... They take the rim off. Really? And, yeah. Well, we would the when we were younger, we would jump the fences at certain yeah. schools and, we, and, and we, we would go play, play basketball. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cops would come in and they would yeah. say, "Get, Get out. out!" We're like, you know, we're almost done, and, and they, they would not say anything. They would say, "They said finish up your game and get out." Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I remember they would come watch us. Honestly, the cops would come see, stand there and watch us for like ten minutes, out outside the car. They would just watch us and they just sit see, down. I, and take I, I I really don't think it's that bad as you uh, you guys say it is, because you know like right now I know a few you know parents and stuff that wouldn't let their kid walk to school. Yet I've seen last Ar- year. I've seen Arthur walk home. Last year I for I told my son you want to get a fo- get a phone. I'll get you a phone, and that phone is for you to tell me that you got to school, and you, when you're gonna come home, you're gonna call me and tell uh, tell me that you're walking home. I think I think it's still, that's about it. I, I think so that he walks home. He, he, while he walks to school. He walks home. I think it's the parenting. Ge- the parenting has have, changed. Yeah, I think everybody's become softer. I applaud you at the same time. I don't know if I feel the same way about putting my kids, my daughters. Well, on you the have street. girls. Maybe it's different for girls. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not one of those dudes to say no because mine are girls. I wouldn't even say that because yeah. I think my kids are smart enough to try to defend themselves. Because if a if a kid is getting taken, listen, it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. They're gonna get taken. An adult is gonna overpower them either way. See, I think. See, the thing is, if you're talking about kidnapping, they could kidnap them from anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, they kidnap from them from the mall where you're the actually. And not only that, I think social media has a big part in this because now it's like for every kidnapping, everybody sees it. Yes, that's right. why. So yeah. I, I'm sure back then when there was no social media, there was no internet, and everything was basically on news, how often were you sitting down actually watching TV? You weren't. Back then, it was just the milk cartons. That's all we would see, the that's kid's it. picture on the milk yeah, carton. Yeah, and it Remember was that? them basically yeah. saying that I'm missing. Right. This is this is yeah. me, and who, who knows Arno, me? I went to school at a time where he was saying we actually had missing kids on our milk cartons. See what I'm saying? I you guys it. probably didn't even have that. No, uh, no, no, we did. No, we did. We had it on the newspapers. We had it on the milk cartons. We had it. I mean, I'm not that much younger than you guys, but we, we had all that stuff. Here's one thing I, w- I want to ask. When is the last time you guys heard anybody within Burbank or Glendale, a kid being kidnapped? I haven't. I have not. So if you take this area where your kids are going to be around and take away... Wait the, a minute. I'm, so, I'm going to have to cut you off because don't forget, Glendale and Burbank as two of those cities, they don't let everything go into the news at the same time. No, man. So you don't you're getting too political. You're getting too on. political it, with It's going to be on the social media. There's yeah. M- if the Glenda then do... What do you mean, bro? Didn't that <coughs> Armenian man take his own son and kill his own kid? Come on, bro. That's a, that's that's a crazy person. That, that, I'm talking no, about that guy is That guy is a sick son of a bitch that yeah. basically... That not, not only do they need to kill him, they need to basically torture that guy until he fucking dies. Listen, I can't so, even describe what I would do to him. I just so, want to room with that guy for 10 minutes. Not even. Uh, two minutes. Uh, here, here's the thing. Take away social media and all the stuff that we see. If you take that away from you know what you have seen and or, or heard, is and knowing that there hasn't been, you haven't been aware of anybody within the last what ten years, twenty years, of a kid being kidnapped in Glendale, Burbank. No, no, there is. Would you send your kid walking to school at a decent age? I'm not talking about five year old. No, no, of course not. You know, someone who can actually years. cross the street. Well, here's the thing. Number one, I. Li- I I live far away from the high school from the high school that I attended um, from. Not high school, elementary. Elementary. I Balboa. I yeah. I walked home from Balboa. Yeah. So you, couldn't your kids I would go? Be perfectly fine. There was there was actually a group of friends when we would come when we were in fifth and sixth grade. We would walk home from Balboa. Yep. And yeah. we were a group of five or six kids, and this is boys and girls. And every time we would walk on Kenneth towards our houses. Each one of us lived on a particular block. We had the okay. Irving block, we had the Raymond block, the Thompson block. So, as we're walking on Kenneth, you know, Arox goes down on Raymond Street. Um, you know, uh, Levon goes up Thompson Street. Um, I get on Western. Like each time, it was like, okay, you know, hey, bye. You know, you're yeah. going down your street. You're going up your street. It was normal. 
Now, I mean, I don't see I don't see kids walking to school or back. I saw your son walk one time. He and goes it, every time. Okay, I saw him one time, and it was I was coming home. I think it was like a minimum day or something. I was coming home yeah. for lunch, and I saw him. But uh, my niece goes to Balboa, and she says, "Oh, we have a walk to school day." Yeah, it's yeah, just with the that's parents. just one on, day, bro. Yeah, it's with the parents. But that's just the no. I, so I'm uh, like, what is? I'm like, what? There, what do you mean walk to school? She goes, uh, "Oh, we all get together and we walk into school." Arthur has some <clears> friends <throat> that actually do walk to school and walk home. Yeah, I mean, I would personally, I personally would let my daughter walk home from school obviously i'd monitor her the first or second time just like i guarantee you my parents monitored me because there are stories where i've heard my mom say i did you know um you know i parked far away and i was seeing what he was doing and you know just to keep an eye on it you're you know you're you have a young boy who's walking home from school you want to make sure he's not doing anything stupid and uh, yeah, he's not like king a car or is doing something whatever stupid it is yeah whatever it is obviously i'd monitor just to see what the heck is going on and how she's doing but uh, as far as middle school and high school, probably not. Why not? Get it's him too, a bicycle. Let him far. ride. To, it's too far. It's not too far. No, I no. lived on uh, Winchester between Glen Oaks and San Fernando, and I rode my bicycle all the way to school. And back. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's my mentality as far as it. if it was a boy, I'd be fine with it. I know it sounds sexist I, I and everything, know. but... Oh, you're sexist. Oh, no. I know. Uh, yeah, the... <laughs> I mean, Social justice warriors are gonna come to you. <laughs> yeah, if it was a boy, I, if it was a boy, I'd be, I'd be perfectly fine with it. Yeah, uh, so why? That's why, why I want. Why? Huh? Why? I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I guess it's like I it's mean, a girl. You want to make sure? I understand. No, I know, you, I know. At it's same just time. Are you assuming your boy knows jujitsu and your daughter? Doesn't no, no, no. <laughs> it's just with the, with the boy, it's a little bit different. I guess it's just, I don't know, man. I'll bet if you look into statistics, boy, those dirty bastards don't care if it's a boy or a girl. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not more worried about the uh, kidnapping or any of that stuff. It's just it's like you know, uh, you don't. They they get picked on. They by get other picked kids. on and all that stuff. Well, it's a boy. It's like he could defend himself. I hope my daughter could defend herself. I mean, she's a Libra, so I know Libras are very soft human beings. But hey, you know what? Teach him some, you know, moves. So karate and stuff, send it to taekwondo. But aside from just walking to school, I mean, what do you guys think the major difference is between how we were raised and how? I have one out. aspect of it where I'm trying to look at is if you look at our generation, not all of our moms went to work like the moms of this generation. Do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. our wives actually, I would say, I think, well, Carol... Carol doesn't work. Doesn't work, but mm, it's on, very on rare to... No? No. no well, they have she a four-month old. She's on maternity. Oh, yeah, she is on maternity. But she, she worked, obviously. Prior to, yeah. Is she planning on going back to work? Eventually, maybe part-time, but for now, I mean, depends on when we have a second one and mm. how Jesse the first works. one right is. Right now, so. their factory is in the machine, moving, yeah. okay. making. Yeah. Elle went back to work after six months. That's great. Full-time. But, I mean, her job is different. She's a registered nurse. She works three days a week. Yeah. So she's off for four days. Jesse still works, but her work is with the L.A. Unified School District. So when the kids are home, she's home. When the kids are at school, she's at school. Yeah. But yeah, go back to what you were saying as far as moms being moms home. Moms back then, not as not as many moms were on the job force and not as many responsibilities were there that the women have today. Well, yes and no. I mean, back then, Everything keep in mind, our, our moms there. didn't have laundry, dishwasher, microwave. No, they did. In Armenia, your mom no, had no, a no, dishwasher? No, not in Armenia, but here. Oh, I'm referring to when we were growing up. I'm not referring. Well, when we were growing up, my mom had to wash my clothes by hand and dry them inside the house. That's what I'm saying. So they had a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. But there was a, a lot more freedom in terms of. It was also a cultural thing because in Armenia there were only Armenians. Besides, don't forget. Remember, it all leads into one another. We had that portion of our wedding conversation where our parents lived with the in-laws. Right, the help was there. Well, well, the help. I mean, not not back then. A lot of the the brides, the the horse had to do all the shit for the mother-in-law, so it was actually additional (laughs) (laughs) layer of work. But it was the fact that we could, you know, why we could play outside. Like we talked about, I think it was um, during the uh, calling mom and dad, the in-laws. I think that's the topic we're talking about. Where Hanno mentioned that. All your neighbors knew the kids. You couldn't fuck around outside. Here, you've got 180 different cultures living on one street. So the trust factor of just having your seven-year-old play outside, I mean, 
is different. Yeah. Whereas in Armenia, it was just Armenians. We had never seen an Asian or a black or uh, Hispanic, Hispanic yeah. nothing when, European. We didn't know who they were. When we moved to Glendale, the first street we lived on was Orange Grove. And Edgar will probably remember. Bro, That's my entire Grove. family lived on Orange Grove. See? Yeah, everybody. I was on Orange Grove. My uncle was on Orange Grove. My aunt was on Orange Grove. Were on my Orange Grove. grandparents were on Orange Grove. And we were, all of us were walking distance to each other's house on, 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 on this one block, literally. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, from my dad's side, again, a lot of family. When oh, you would go outside to play on the block, everybody knew everybody. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know what? Oh, this is... Um, this is Silva. She, she in Armenia. They lived here. They lived in Albovian, or they lived. Well, that in, was an exception. I, I mean. know, but it's not like that anymore. Why? Because it's just it's we've spread out. We've spread out way too much, and it, obviously the neighborhoods have changed. But and neighborhoods being changed. You see, my, in my uh, when we got here, there weren't that many Armenians. What year did you get here? Uh, beginning of '88. Bro, we and were I, here in eighty. Yeah, well, yeah, we were here in eighty nine. Yeah, we were here at February of eighty eight. I have only had one cousin, which lived on uh, Adam Street, and I was on uh, Winchester. I didn't have any other people around. Oh, and so uh, were, about six months later, Edgar's cousin, cousin came over and became our neighbor. Yeah, and from that point on, like I was on every street from Burbank to Glendale yeah. on a bicycle. How old were you? Ten. That's normal. Yeah, when and, I was, and uh, then I found I found Hispanic friends, you know, yeah, uh, Iranian friends, black friends, everybody. Arnold. We got out there and we played on the street. But street see, hockey. Now, now you don't see that much. It doesn't have. I, I I don't see kids, you know, mingling why? outside because they have play dates. What do you mean play That's dates? True. The parents are setting up play dates so that they can take their you know kids to play with specific friend you know. Friends. Specific friends Everything is school. scheduled now. Scheduling. That's yeah. what it is. Scheduling. Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. It's controlled. You have to play with these three kids. And, and then, then uh, Saturday morning at is 11 that, Is that where we're headed? Of course. That's what we're uh, doing. Uh, it's well, not, not that we're headed. I'm not trying to go that way. Well, that's what we're all... My, I'll, I'll admit to my family, it's just basically we live on a schedule. schedule. It's just every day this time I wake up at mm, 5 no. to 10 minutes later, my wife gets out of bed. Three minutes right after she gets out of bed, the kids out of bed, and everything starts and ends the same way, the same night. See, it wasn't uh, we don't, like, we it don't wasn't do like it that, that when we were kids. See, we don't do it that way. You know how on Monday, like that, no. on Monday we decided to go on Sunday night. We decided that we're going to Disneyland on Monday, and that was it. But okay, that's that's a, that's one day out of the whole week. We, every day. on on days where you're actually working and you have a schedule, and for example, who works. <laughs> You see what I mean? Hanno has the luxury of living off of our tax dollars. Basically. So. Basically. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean... Uh, since everybody tells me that I don't work... But see, so. everything being on a schedule, why is it that the generation now are becoming such spoiled kids? Be- because the parents are spoiling those kids. Yeah, no, I'm saying why though? Why is it like that? Why are, because they're afraid. Why are parents being so soft now? Because they're afraid. Afraid of what? They're afraid of anything outside their walls. I mean... If they if they don't know the parents, they won't let the kids play with each other. If they don't know where the kid is every second, they won't let the kid outside with a stick because they no. and they won't even give them a stick because they might they might hurt themselves with a stick. No, I get it, but it's like I, I me personally, okay, if, if I didn't if if I knew one of my daughter's friends um, was a was was a bad kid, I wouldn't let my daughter play with that kid either. That that makes sense, but my my concern is. Why are kids being gifted everything left and right? Because I was, the parents have a competition within each other. So I, for many, many months, I tried to not get my kids iPad minis. They asked me. Did you last break? Christmas, I broke. Uh, exactly a year after they started asking. Because everybody else has it. Because everywhere I go, my kids are the only ones sitting in the corner without that damn thing in their hands. Two weeks ago, I went to Foxy's um, with a friend of mine for my birthday. We sat down, we were having breakfast, and there was a Lamborghini parked outside. I was like, you know what? I wonder whose Lamborghini this is. There was kids, and I'm going to call them kids because they were in their very early 20s. I'd say maybe 21, 22, max, maybe 24 years old. And they were sitting there wearing very, very high-end clothing. 
and I when we when we walked in, we sat down. I said, I guarantee you, that Lambo belongs to one of these kids. And long behold, when they left, he sat in that Lamborghini at Foxy's. He peeled out from that parking lot and he gunned it down um, Colorado. Colorado. What do you say to the kids' parents? So they well, failed. Depends. They failed. Well, hold on. Maybe the kid's an internet genius. The guy's worth ten yeah, million dollars. Yeah, listen. There's I mean, twenty-one-year-olds that. that I know today. Maybe I'm ju- maybe I'm grand. jumping to conclusion. I don't know. Yeah, because I know twenty-one-year-olds personally that make over thirty grand a month. <clears throat> and when so, you're twenty-one years old, your only concern is cars and restaurants and girls. So you would go buy a, a you would go basically lease out a two hundred or three hundred thousand dollar car if he can. Why not? If he's twenty-one years old, he doesn't have a mortgage payment. Lives with What's going to hold him back? You think he's Parents thinking about nice long-term As a parent, would you tell would you tell your kid that's a smart investment? No, no. But so, look, sometimes you have to allow your kids to make mistakes. You trying to a three hundred thousand dollar mistake? Yeah. Sometimes you have. That's to. okay. Oh, bro. Because that's see that's that's in, that's not proper guidance. See, when I was raised, that's not what my father would. That's not what my father would say. My father would raise me a different way, where he would tell you financially set yourself up so you'll be prepared 10 years down the line, 15 down your, years down the line, where you won't struggle then, not blow your money. And you w- think at 21 you care about what your father's guidance I, is? I, I did. Me, me personally, I did. Yeah. Because you didn't make 30 grand a month at 21. Of course not. I no, wish I made 30 grand So if you're month. making 20 grand a month at 21, you're probably making more money than Mind your father. Mind you, this is, all an, this is still all an assumption. We, I, nobody knows who that kid is. Nobody knows what that kid does. Nobody knows, you know, where he came from. All I know is you see him there dressed very flashy, and at the end you pop in the Lambo and you and you basically not not drive off, peel out. That see, that, that is, I mean, peel that, out. That means the part, the part, the part that you said, you know, that is not good. You know, you know, um, teaching them how to manage their money. It's kind of what parents do right now is program their kids. Is you know uh, is to you know restrict them from things. A few minutes ago, you said if my daughter has a friend that's bad, mm-hmm. right? What's well, bad? Well, no, 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 no. Well, not what even, not even bad. What's well, bad? They're just a bad kid. No, if you see a bad kid, that means you're standing next to the bad parent. Sorry. No, well, I... it's, it's not. It's not just that. Let's say the the kid is bad. Yeah. If your daughter does not associate with bad ones. They won't know the difference between a bad and a good. They I mean, maybe maybe both. I'm a new parent. What I don't are you know. Gonna, you're going to shelter them, keep them in a cocoon? No, no, no. It's about it's about guiding them. And like, this is the you way you have I to see. let them uh, get bullied. No, no, like no, not, not even not bullied. No, bro. No, no, no. It's not about getting bullied. It's you, about basically raising them the, the the proper way. For me, for example, it's about the relationship you have to build with your kids. And maybe maybe I'm thinking old school. This is the way my father taught me. You have to be basically kind of it has to be a parenting relationship, but at the same time, it has to be some sort of like a friendship relationship as well, where you, where you still respect him as far as knowing him, knowing that they're your parent and you're your father, but at the same time, being able to communicate with them and say, you know what, look, this is what happened at school. What do you think I should do? Whereas yeah, instead, that, it's like... That doesn't some, mean you have to be their friend. No, you no, could no. be their f- uh, parent... But be a parent that's open-minded, that could listen in on the... Absolutely. Never be, a, never be their friend. Do you, they need friends. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about friend as in like, oh, listen, we're going to go out and have yeah. a drink together. That's not the type of... Friend. Why not? I'm talking about friend as in like the relationship. For them think, feeling comfortable enough to come to me yeah. for guidance instead of going to basically that uh, a kid yeah. who's basically a bad influence. Yeah, but you could be a parent and do the same thing. Absolutely. I'm not... Here's the thing. Don't... I think... Am I, am I, describe, am I saying this incorrectly? Well, it's not about saying it incorrectly. It's your, imp- your opinion versus his. But where you talk about guidance, where I disagree is, let's say I'm 21 years old, right? Yes. With my father. I'm making 30 grand a month. And let's say I'm helping you out with some of the home expenses with you and mom and all that. Yeah. And I've decided uh, I want to go get a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, whatever, S-Class. Um, and... You were telling me, well, son, you know, I don't think it's the right investment. You should invest into a house and think about what you're going to do 10 years from now. And I'm going to tell you, I understand that, but 10 years from now, I'm going to be married. Then I have to think about mortgage, kids, getting a minivan or whatever, whatnot that I need at the time. Right now, it's time for me to be selfish and I want to drive a Lamborghini. 
What are you going to tell me? Go for it. <laughs> I and, I, and, I make, for uh, and I make three times as much money than you do. Yeah, but well, I mean, I would not, say... I would not say not going to rub that in your dad's face. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't say not. that to your dad, but I, yeah. if my kid comes to me, I, I personally would say, go ahead and enjoy the Lamborghini. Be responsible with Be it. responsible. Don't fucking, you know... Don't uh, peel out. Peel out at Foxy's or anywhere. That's Be stupid. responsible. You really think a 21-year-old is... There again. is 21-year-olds that could handle it. Trust me. Look, I've I've owned exotic cars since I was 20 years old. I've had very flashy cars. Um, thankfully, I've never been in an accident, no DUIs, no tickets, none of that shit. I was very responsible. Now, at the time, my dad did tell me, be a little bit more responsible with your money. But I'm young. I'm thinking, I'm always going to make great money. It's only going to increase. That's my concern. But see, that's what makes me who I am today. The fact that I did have the guidance. My dad's the hardest working person I've known all my life. He's the one person that I look up to and uh, he's like my idol. So to me, I had proper guidance, but I was still 21, 22, 25. And making multiple six figures at 25 years old, you're not thinking about 35. But what happened is in my early 30s, I lost everything, Mm -hmm. you know, after the financial collapse and some other issues, I lost everything. So now at my age, guess what? I drive a very inexpensive car. I still love Lamborghinis and everything else. But right now my priority is my wife, my son, and taking care of the people around me. Now, will I ever own a Lamborghini again? 100%. But right now is not the right time for me. Right now I'm thinking about the next 10 years. So 10 years from now, I don't ever have to work again. I could focus on my family, traveling, enjoying my cars. So it's different. See, here's the thing. You have to look at not necessarily the age, but the stage you're at in life. Okay, then let's let's throw that. Let's throw my example out the window. Forget that example. Yeah. You're, I'd say not middle class, but a little bit above middle class family. You make good money. You know, husband and wife Mm -hmm. are both working. And... You know, your kid comes up to you and says, okay, you know what? I want a car. How old is the kid? 16 years old. Okay. What do you get him? Toyota is Camry. Is he working or is he just going no, to school? No, they're going to school. Toyota okay. Camry. I get him a very basic, safe car. Okay. I lease him a VW for $200 a month because I know it's an extremely safe car, um, reliable. This is what you're going to get. When you, this is, Even if I'm making a million bucks a month, okay, I will still get him a VW. Okay. Your, your kid turns around and says... Um, Cindy at school Her dad got her a BMW I want a BMW Great Good for them Go ask go, go, er, go, earn a BMW. Yeah. go earn a BMW Go earn a BMW Why don't you come work at my office Okay Come work at my office And This is how much I'm going to pay you mm-hmm. And If you think Make thousand dollars a month And let me see you go pay thousand dollars a month For a BMW See I, that's, I totally agree with that That's exactly how it should be But it's the complete opposite. Of course it is. Because and it's so it's so annoying seeing it. You you go to a simple uh, you go to a simple restaurant or something, these kids pull up 15, 16, 17 years old, they have a bunch of friends crammed into a three series. Buddy, don't forget, you can't blame that kid. This is me. When you come over to my house and you have a three month old in your hand, and your three month old is wearing a brand of clothing. That I know you paid 180 bucks for that shirt, She's and that kid <laughs> is gonna wear it just today, because tomorrow it's small on her. Know, how, do do that how does that? And that same kid that was wearing that stuff today has to drive a BMW. You have to give it to them because you've already trained them. The you can't stop it. It's uh, it's like feeding the system. A good family friend uh, talked to me about this. And he kind of explained it in a little, you know, anecdote type of thing. He goes, when the kid is low, you know, when they're small, they go, I want this. You go, you get it. It's two bucks, you know, five bucks, you know, next year and on and on and on. They become 12 years old. Oh, I want, you know, I want to have a pony or something. So you get them a pony. They get to 15 years old, 16 years old. They want a car. Okay, we're going to get you a car. Becomes 18 years old. Hey, dad, I want a boat. You go, okay, I can, I can afford it. I, I'll get you a boat. And then, you know, 25, they go, hey, you know what? I want an airplane. And you go, oh, shit, I don't have the money for it. I can't get you that. You know what they're going to turn around and tell you? You're, you're the a worst, bad dad. You're the worst parent yeah. in the world. 
You're the that's worst the, parent. That's, that's, that's where we're works. headed. Of course. Yeah, but here, don't do that. That's what I'm. I trying get to it, say. but that's it's, there, there's, there's parents that don't. They do exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. They do exactly what you just said. Where the the word no doesn't exist. Yes, and they're gonna be the bad parents at the end. Yeah. Yes. I, it's 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 sad. But you gotta understand how difficult it is to see the faces of your two kids when everybody else is okay. There's a you walk into a room. The image I'm seeing is there's seven to eight kids in the room. My kids are the only two that don't have anything. They're just looking at each other. They could play with each other, right? If you could say, why don't your kids just go play together? But at the same time, they're drawn to what the majority wants. To but do. see. Kids, I've gone to people's houses. Obviously, before before I had a kid, I've gone to people's houses and I see their eight, nine, ten, eleven year old kids sitting down, not conversing with each other on They're their on iPads. Their phone, of course, it's not just ten year old teenagers, teenagers, adults, 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 adults. adults. I do it. No, no, I do no. it personally myself. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about like we go to somebody's house, obviously with the adults, we're sitting at the table, we're having dinner, mm-hmm. the kids come, they have their dinner and then what do they do? They go, they sit and they're on their, they're right. on these goddamn iPads. I mean, where does it stop? See, yeah. like Edgar's talking about his kids didn't have it, right? Mm-hmm. And his, what, what happens is his kids look at each other and they go, okay, what are we going to do? These kids are playing on their iPads, they don't want to play with us. See? So, well, but, who, so Edgar has to buy his kids an iPad. Well, but here's where I don't have my, again, my son is not old enough for me to have experienced these things. This is all theoretically based on my logic. But it's not about depriving them or telling them, no, you can't have it. You want it? Okay, great. Here are, let's say they're old enough to do chores, okay? These are the chores you have to do. You need to take out the trash, clean your room, do your homework. And every week that you do that, for example, you get, let's say it's an iPad, I don't know, what is it now, the mini, it's 300 bucks. You get $50 a week. Towards it. Now, how many weeks do you have to do that? Six weeks. six weeks. Do it for six weeks. Save up your money. I'm going to take you to the store. You're going to pay for it so you can feel the gratification. Earning And it. you've earned it. Now you understand the value of what it takes for me to buy that for you. They're I, getting younger and younger. Who's getting younger? You as far why? as the because kids with the iPads. Because yes, the parents yes. don't want to parent and parent. Yeah. I think parents I, you go to, kids, bro. Hey, you go I to made t- those mistakes. I do make mistakes and give my kids things. Does your be- daughter play with an iPad? Not all the time, but uh, every so often, yes. You go to the Cheesecake Factory, you have parents sitting there talking, laughing, having drinks, and then the all kid the is sitting in a high chair with an iPad in his hand. They're watching YouTube. Yeah. They're watching YouTube. And it's the, the worst part is... YouTube has not. YouTube is no longer the same YouTube as it was five years ago. Like one video will lead to another, will lead to another. All of a sudden, you look at it, you got people humping each other. No, yeah. wait. My kids uh, use the YouTube kids version. There's a kids version. Is on there? YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, but even and the kids even the kids version, version. I was gonna say. As there's people saying, that hacked that shit like a couple of months ago. Uh, there's influence even in those yeah, even in babies. Those. I mean, you know, SpongeBob recently came out to be with gay. The other guy well, he passed pat- away today. What do you mean he passed away? The creator away? of Spongebob passed away. young, too. Oh, that I don't know. Today, well, no. you know. Yeah. But all these cartoons, I mean, was it uh, Frost? or Frozen? Frozen. Now, the character comes out to be lesbian, and then you've got Lion King. They're trying to remake it to be new, gender neutral. I mean, you got all this what bullshit. What do you mean gender neutral? Yeah, where the lion is not going to be a male. It's going to be... Uh, I don't know what gender neutral it's going to be a hyena <laughs> it's going to be a hybrid <laughs> oh, what the, f- yeah, the listen you have a male lion and you have a lioness no you don't what do you mean no you no, don't nature's not been, anymore according, oh, come on, according to the left nature's been wrong all this time are you kidding me where have you been under a freaking rock <laughs> like the, uh, you know, just, right I think now. he's just pulling so, a string so, so what happens when the lion grows a mane it's oh, it's not a mane it's a <laughs> it's, a freaking, I don't it's know. an it it's it. A, yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? We don't call it anything. See, like Walt Disney had some... Walt Disney was screwed up in the head. If you look at a lot of his old cartoons, there was a lot of sex symbols in there. Of course there Like, uh, I think it was the Little Mermaid had a bunch of dicks in the thing. Yeah. Uh, in the castle. In the in the Lion King, there's an actual place where they spell out sex. There you go. But, but see, we were exposed to that shit. But we were... Look, we were not... We were naive to it. You know, we were innocent. We didn't we didn't have all this social media influence. Our influence were the people we hung out yeah, with. Yeah. That's the difference. Now, like Hannah was saying, what I 
completely hate is when I see parents trying so hard to be their kids' friends. Why the fuck are you trying to be their friend? Be a parent. Be friendly with them, but you're not their friend. Stop that's trying a, to be see, their friend. That's what I'm trying to come to. I'm trying to come to not, not being their friend. Maybe it came out wrong, but being friendly with them, being able for them to come to you when it comes to anything as far as communications, support, help, but at the same time, having the respect as knowing that, you know what, this person is my father. Of course. And anything he says, it's that's the way that's it's got to it. be. Yeah. There is no maybe, there is no possibly, there is no next week. If it's a no, it's a no. And when it's a yes, it'll be a yes when he's ready to say yes. I mean, raise them to question things. Raise them to ask questions and understand. Don't raise them to be just yes, sir, morons. But at the same time, don't give them that advantage of thinking, I'm going to sit here and negotiate with my parents. There's no oh, fucking no, no, negotiation. No. This is not a dealership. <laughs> Steve Harvey had a really nice thing about that. Negotiating with the ah, kids. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys that. should watch that. What is it? Steve I'll send Harvey it to you guys. Yeah, send it. Let me One of our guys, uh, he has, he has, he's a little bit older than me, but um, he has older kids, and they were going off to college. And um, his daughter came back, and she was saying that... Um, it's crazy, Asma. A lot of these kids, Asma, the the girls, Asma, they Asma, they're they're not even twenty one yet, Asma. They're alcoholics. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to him and I was like, you know, how did you how did you raise your daughter to obviously, you know, be who she is today? He's like, when my daughter was obviously, you know, when we, as they were growing up, we're, we're sitting down with the family. You know, we have some we we pour ourselves some wine. We're having some dinner. I'll offer it to her. I'll say, do you want do you want some wine? And I'll let her drink or have a sip of wine with me so she'll know what it is. This is some wine. This is how we're having it. Just so she doesn't say, oh, I've never had that experience. Some of the girls that were at, you know, that went to college that she was dorming with, they've never had a sip of alcohol. And the daughter would say, dad, it's like they never saw alcohol in their life. And they're chugging it down like it's water. Whereas for me, it's like it was normal. I would sit down with my parents. I would have a sip of wine with them. So in preparation for this day, I'm sorry to cut you off again. Uh, I was looking up different parenting skills. Now we got exactly on what you're saying. Helicopter parenting. That's a term used for... Speaking to the mic. Uh, <laughs> that helicopter parenting is a parent that basically from the day that kid was born, if the kid was in school being supervised by teachers and faculty, if not, the parents had their eyes on that kid. For every second of every day, if they weren't supervised by another adult, yeah, like and the NSA, basically. And these <laughs> are brother. the kids. And yeah. these are the kids that, when they get to college, they have this ultimate freedom out of nowhere, from being under constant surveillance yeah. to having complete freedom. Trust me, I've seen it myself, sort of, and that's where things get crazy. Now, there is another type of parenting that we have, free-range parenting. Now, free-range parenting... That's like cage-free chickens? No. So, basically, (laughs) what we were raised as is exactly what free-range parenting is. Uh Free-range parenting says, look, as soon as you figure out that your kid is old enough to clean their own uh, bed, you make them clean their own bed. As soon as you figure out they're old enough to go get a job for minimum wage at the age of 16 you make them go get that job you make them responsible but you don't overbear them with questions at the same time so you basically raise them like you're supposed to be raising them yes well you need you need but it's very controversial at the same time so this has there's parts to the free-range parenting that even you and i might not agree on you you need both my, so you need my, that perfect middle line. My right? whole point, uh, my whole uh, picture that I see is the people that are parents now, you know, plus or minus five to ten years, yeah. you know, forward. Um, they were raised, uh, you know, free, you know, like free range kind of thing. Uh, but they kind of with this all this, you know, uh, social media and all this bad news. Mm-hmm. They've become too, you know, too overbearing on their kids. Yeah. And they don't let the kids make mistakes when they're young. So the part where, you know, your let's say your daughter has a, a friend that's bad. Yeah. And they do things. You want your daughter to see that. And then when she comes home, you go, 
you know how she did this? And she talks to you. She goes, oh, you know, Stacy did this, right? Yeah. And you go, you know what? Instead of saying, no, that's bad. Don't do it. You go, you know what? I really don't like what she's doing. She's going to look at you and say, hold on. My friend did this and my dad didn't like it. So I shouldn't be doing this. See, but it all depends on the kid now. No, 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 no. There are kids where they go, they they know the parents wouldn't approve it, mm-hmm. but they'll still do it. Then you let you, then you let them home, make bro. that mistake and learn. No, you don't because no, those man. kids don't have anyone at home telling them not to. Because bro, there's no consequence. How many how many people have you known where whether it's high school, whether it's uh middle school, whatever it is, or even after high school, where you look at them and you know they're bad kids and you know they're making stupid mistakes. And for example, your family friends and you talk to their parents and their parents say, I know this guy's an idiot. He's doing stupid things, but they don't listen. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't process in their head that whatever they're doing is wrong. Whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's partying, too partying much. or fraud so or something. Bro. No matter what you do, that kid is always going to do bad. So how do you think you're going to stop that? How do you? You can't. I don't think you can. I think it's whatever. Does, I don't know, man. Can I, I mean, ask it's just, you guys it's, a question, each one of you guys? What? Do you guys think luck plays any role in parenting? No. Or you're, as far as you, look, at the end of the day, each one of our success is going to be measured at what quality of kids we leave this world with. True? Do you yeah. guys agree with that? Yeah, that's yeah, what my that's, that's what fact. basically my dad says. That's yes. one of the things that my both my, actually my mother and father said. They said we can do so much. At the end of the day, it's whatever we leave you guys with. That's whatever, it, right? So you're doing the same thing for that's your. That's what kids. We're, we're trying to but do the best we can. Obviously, I can't. I can't say I've achieved anything yet because obviously my kid is is one. Listen, what? Don't forget when I grew up, everybody that I had the option to play with, even though I was on the streets all day. My parents knew 99% of the people I was in contact with. But right now, you don't have that. It doesn't exist. You were, as far as you've told me, you were a bad-behaved kid, right, Ed? Yeah, to a certain age. Okay. At so a you, certain age, everything just mellowed So do you out. think that had to do with luck or bad parenting or no. influence? Of- no, it had a lot to do with uh, the people involved in my life. And I was going through a lot of medical issues. Mm-hmm. So to make me feel better, when I was in better health, they would spoil the, they shit, spoil out the shit out of me. You see? You see? Yeah. So it was... Besides that, just originally, there is kids. There's kids that I see today. As soon as I look at them, I go, oh, my God, you remind me exactly. And I actually like kids like that. I like kids that are very active. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing kids that can't even do a cartwheel. You look at a five, six-year-old kid, every five, six-year-old kid should be able to do a little cartwheel or an attempt at no, it. No, cartwheel aside, I mean, you, you, there's... You can't do a cartwheel with an iPad in your hand. Here's well, that's problem. what I'm trying to tell you. They haven't been outside. We used to... I remember 12 years old, I would use one hand to jump over that school to play basketball. We would use one foot, one hand to jump over that. Kids thing. are getting obese now. Yeah. yeah. I look, you drive no. by an elementary school. Half these kids are Because like, they can't play anything. They we, I know. They can't even run at the They're school. They're not even allowed they can't, to up, they can't play tag. They can't play basketball. They can't play uh, soccer. Not, they no, can't do anything. No, not basketball. They can play basketball. They can play basketball. Very low. I know they can't play soccer. They have to play They can't ball. even play tag. They can't play yeah, tag. Yeah, tag I heard, man. That's insane. That's insane. Like, they can't tag, just run. And then I was, I was telling my kids, I'm sorry, why, aren't you, why are you guys playing tag at home? Don't you play at school? Like, I would think if you're a five, six-year-old girl, you go to school, you want to play some tag with the girls, you know? <laughs> when we talked about that tag thing, when it was like weeks, weeks ago, yeah, when right. we first, first began, before we was all public, when you when Heno was telling me, uh, you're not allowed to play tag, I still didn't believe him until I went to my niece and I said, I was like, Alina, can I ask you a question? She goes, yeah. I go, can you play tag at school? She goes, No. I'm like, why? She goes, because when we're playing tag, you might tag the person too hard and they'll fall and hurt fall. themselves. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that? are you kidding See, me, that's, man? See, that's the thing. When you try to prevent real life situations from happening, then you're <sighs> raising these soft-ass kids. That's why yeah. when you tell me, well, I'm not going to let him do this. I don't want him to make mistakes. You got to let you them. Gotta and, here we are, and here we were jumping fences 
illegally. Breaking things. About jumping fences to go play basketball breaking where hands. Our, we would fall, legs. scrape our legs, breaking hands, breaking legs, yeah. uh, getting our clothes ripped because it got linked on the chain link fence. Look, when I was 15 years old, we were sit- my dad was sitting at a dinner table. He goes, hey, you know what? Go get the alcohol. I'm like, okay. I grabbed the bottle of vodka, brought it, brought it to him. He goes, bring two cups. I'm like, you and mom are drinking? He goes, no, me and you are drinking. I'm like, huh? He goes, yeah, I'd rather have you drink with me yeah. than try to sneak a bottle out to drink. Thing. Yeah. If you want to drink, invite your friends. There's, there's a lot of parents like My that. My dad did the same thing with heroin. Guess what? With, 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 with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me two needles, son. See, we're gonna shoot up. Is that, yeah. you, is that how you got into the medical field? Just exactly. the lesson accelerated. So you see, you see this line. So yeah, you see how you want me to show you how you make two lines out of this white powder. Where's your new? Bring me a damn credit card. card. Bring me a credit card. Green card. Green card. No. Bring me a green. Bring me one, a green card and a dollar day, bill. One day I'm 17, 18, probably 17, 18. My dad goes, "Hey, you know, go to the store and get some alcohol." I'm like. They won't give it to me. He goes, no, no, no. Go to the one that we know. I'm not gonna name names, but the, yeah. go to the one. Eminem <laughs> liquor. <laughs> not, not even Eminem liquor. Uh, someone that my dad knew. No, so for I go sure there, it I go, is. I go. <laughs> you I know go, it no, is. No, no, no. I go. Uh, I go. Uncle, you know, a. You know, that wants, you know, this alcohol. Don't worry, nobody's going to revoke his alcohol license. <laughs> I, hey, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want people to get in trouble. I like the way you're going. Man. I go, <laughs> I go, Uncle A, you know, that wants this alcohol and stuff. He looks at me, he goes, is that, does your dad really want this alcohol? Isn't it for you? I'm like, no, it's not for me. If it's for me, I'll come to you and say, it's Uncle A, I, I want some beer. I'm going to go drink with with the friends. Yeah. And if you're going to tell my dad, go tell my dad because my dad knows. Yeah. Because I already told him first. Yeah, you're not he afraid. Goes, you're you're he telling goes, him no, straight. No, no. He goes, he goes, should I call him? I go, go, go right ahead. He didn't even call. He, he goes, okay, I'm going to put the stuff in the trunk so mm. that they don't say anything and you can go ahead and go. So I took off. Hannah was the Chuck Norris of teenage drinking. <laughs> No, the, the, the alcohol. Thing, the thing is, it was it was for my dad. It wasn't for me. If I if it was for me, I would have said so because my dad told me, that, "Hey, you have to tell the truth about it." Husband, when Chuck, when, when Chuck Norris left his house to go to college, he told his dad, "You're, You're the man of the house." <laughs> exactly. The liquor store owner would tell Heno, "Should I should I sell this or are you gonna drink it?" <laughs> you want the bottle now or later? So the 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 part that I wanted to get to is. Oh, like our parents put a lot of um, trust in us to mature. Yeah, yeah. Kids I mean, nowadays don't mature. Here's the thing: they don't mature school. until He's they right. get to like college, I where never, they have to make mistakes and learn from it and this and stuff. But yet alone, look at this one. A few years ago, Obama comes along and goes, "Hey, you know what? Instead of me forcing you at eighteen to go and get your own health care and do this and stuff." I'm gonna have you be a dependent of your of your parents until you're 26. So the new 18 is 26, 26. years old. Well, that that's based, so you, that's based you, on insurance, though. That's almost based on anything. Because if you're on insurance, you can be on any, all the, the other stuff. The guy was 33. His parents were trying to evict him from their house. Who? He was 33 year old man. Who? 33 <laughs> year old man getting evicted from the, his parents' house because he's just too lazy to go work. He had a kid too. See. I look I look back now and I it was I go, okay, you know, when my parents were raising us, you'd be like, I oh, love, you know, uh, what's what's the big deal about this? What's the big deal about that? What's the big deal about this? Everything, you know, everything was like, why, why is it such a big deal with my parents? Now that I have a daughter, and again, she's, she's still a baby, but it's like, you don't want to fuck it up. You don't want to make a mistake. You're like, I got to make sure I raise this kid the right way. You're going to make mistakes and it's okay. Sure. It's okay You're going to learn from it. But let the kid make their own mistakes. Yeah. Not a life-threatening mistakes. Not a, a life-altering mistakes. But, but you, simple mistakes. But you know what I've noticed? Like my, obviously, we've been to other people's houses. Yep. We've gone out with my kid, and there are one-year-olds who who throw tantrums, who throw you throw themselves on the floor and cry, and it's crazy. And I see this in my kid's eyes, and I and I know for a fact. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I know my kid's gonna be a good kid, but she. She looks at them when they're doing stuff, stuff like that, and she's like freaked out. Like she's like, you know, why, why is, why is this kid doing whatever they're doing? And when you, it's it's crazy. Maybe I, maybe I'm 
Maybe I am Terrible crazy, twos. but but I'm looking at my kid and I'm looking at her expression and I'm seeing that she knows this is wrong. Whatever is going on, maybe I'm maybe I sound crazy. No, I don't no, know. No, no, they have the brain Te- capacity. Te- terrible twos and threes. That will that will come. You know, to every you. time you I think go so? somewhere with a bunch of kids there, after I get back from that place, I tell my kids, "You guys are the best behaved kids ever," because they never ever throw tantrums do a, and shit. Any tantrums? They never get. They'll never hurt anybody. See, I like know your that for kids sure. got along with all my brother's kids because very they well. Have they have the same, same type of. Uh, they were raised the same, same way. Same way, yeah. yeah. Because it's strict parenting. My wife is very strict with my kids, but at the same time, she might scream at them and yell for like ten seconds. They might not do anything. But if I raise my voice, even one level, my younger daughter will cry right away. Yeah. And my oldest one will cry just seeing her sister cry. But there's parents that won't give a shit. No. When they're out with their friends, they're with their friends. Yeah. They zone out completely. The kids in the the Cheesecake Factory kitchen. (laughs) My kids? (laughs) Fucking up everything. (laughs) Oh, did you see what happened the other day to Sophia? (laughs) The kids are burning (laughs) down the whole Cheese Factory. There's a fucking bomb. Paramedics outside, fire trucks. It's like, sir, we found your son in the Americana fountain. He was taking out the goldfish. Look, every time we go somewhere, my kids look a little more reserved, but it takes them like 10, 15 minutes to get used to somebody. Yeah. And as soon as they get used to that person and they see that there's no harm to them, but if they meet a kid and they realize that this person, this kid's a little more violent, right away they come sit next to us and they won't leave until we get out of that house. But see, I mean... That saying? comes that that literally does it come from the kid or does it come from the parents? It's, as far it's as a little the, bit of both, a little bit of both. Yeah. I want to piggyback on what you said when your kids come home and you use positive reinforcement by saying you guys are the best kids. I agree with that because too many parents I I hear and see only point out the negative. Don't do and that. I hate don't that. touch I, that. I, don't I, do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Stop with the negative. Talk about the positive. It's great that you did that. It's wonderful that you helped me clean the house. It's wonderful that you picked up your toys. I'm so proud of you that you yeah. cleaned your bed. That's, gotta, how, that's you how we find, were in our house. You got to find their interests. Like for my younger daughter, I've noticed that she likes the science, the numbers. She likes doing artwork. So what I do is now recently I've decided to do little oh, projects with her as far as artwork. I'm horrible at drawing, but I have a little knack for, you know, Stick figures. Play-Doh and stuff like that. I, I don't mind playing with the kids. Yeah. And I, I, my oldest daughter likes athletic stuff, so I might ride the scooter up and down the, like, outside, you know, just ride around with her. And each one of them has something they like and they want to do with you. Yeah. So you got to find that and buy their trust in that way where they see that you're willing to get down and play with them. But if you need to put your foot down, you're going to put your foot down. And I and think they have that. They understand. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of kids where they, they talk about topics, like adult topics, where they shouldn't no, even too know. Scary, too it's scary. Too scary. Man. Way too scary. Like, right? I, I, there's, there's people where they're raising their kids and their kids know more about certain items, that certain topics that they, they shouldn't know about. They should not know about it. Whether it's little girls or little boys. Um, I mean, I don't even, I don't even want to fucking go into detail about it. But I mean, they they bring up stuff where it's, whether it's plastic surgery, whether it's, I don't know. Or no, my daughters have asked me questions that have have left me completely frozen and started sweating. My daughters have asked me questions, and my wife literally will sit down at night. She'll tell me, Ed, this is what this one said. This is what that one says. And if you hear what they're saying, you think you're talking about thirteen to fourteen year olds. Like one of. The, my my sister in law uh, was telling me um, one of the kids at the school came up to the administration, and this is going all over the school. Like all the parents know about it, and she said, "Oh, I'm I'm worried about my mom," and they're like, "Well, you know what's wrong with your mom?" And you know, as the administration, the principals, all the other parents are like, "You know what's going on with your mom?" Well, you know, when someone gains a lot of weight and then they lose a lot of weight and then they have uh, stretchy skin. They they're gonna staple my mom's stomach and arms and legs and stuff together. Huh. This kid is fucking talking about a tummy tucking shit. Well, is, but she, the, is, is the, the mom school. taking the kid to the doctor's appointments? Could you? I don't know. But how does the kid know all of this? Why does the kid well, know she, about she this? She heard the mom talking about the it. mom maybe. should the mom should so maybe the look mom should on understand the phone what's or going on around her. Yeah, that's insane. Or like you know, you know why? Because that well, you know mom, what that, that like, mom right? and that kid are friends. Would you say that? 
Or I, 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 or I think I, I think irresponsible parents. Yeah, I think they're just not cautious when they're on the phone. You know, they just blab. They think, oh well, my kid's on the iPad. She can't hear me. Of yeah. course she can. Well, hear you me. know, I get a knock in the back of the head if I let an f bomb in the house. As soon as the f bomb goes out, I get that that's little a, slap. That's a lot of no, no, no. Knocks I try to, on your head. No, like, <laughs> no, we dro- we've uh, like with the wife and I, we've we've dropped f bombs before, but it's yeah, like, but your kid doesn't understand. Yeah, you, she bro. doesn't understand, but eventually, and now here's the thing: it's it's a habit. It's a habit, man. Like I stub my toe i'm not gonna say shit yeah i curse every single word that comes to my mind but i gotta kind of filter it out because my kid is saying words now man you will She's, learn yeah it's, yeah wait till they say fox buddy fox turns into something interesting yeah. every time yeah but anyways uh let's end the segment uh let's get everybody's input as far as parenting uh we want to know how you guys uh how you guys would raise your Where, kids. Where's the gap? Where's the gap? Hold how on. we were raised and how they were raised. Yeah, how we were raised, how they were raised. Um, should every kid have an iPad? Should every kid be exposed to the social media and all that stuff? Is it okay for kids to go outside and play with yes. each... <laughs> yes to everything. No, I... Uh, <laughs> it, should, value it, should the be, money. it should be Value everything. the money. Sorry, I know it's getting longer, but yeah, we yeah. need to teach our kids the value of the money much earlier yeah than do, should kids be basically gifted everything or should they work for it i mean everybody's gonna have a different opinion which is great obviously we want to get everybody's input and i think when we do post this one uh let's let's put those questions in there because when people listen to it i mean they're gonna listen to it all the way at the end but yeah. i want to get people's input in the beginning as well and then while they're listening to it um you know at the end they'll go back and they'll they'll comment so uh gentlemen it was a great tuesday Yes, great, it was. Great seeing you guys again. Always have a, a wonderful pleasure. evening. I don't know. I still have to talk to your wife about, you know, arranged marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy will sleep better at night knowing that my marriage was arranged. He's the master of letting go. There yeah. you go. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just admit to it and let it go. Exactly. Uh, I won't be here next week. Oh, great. We, we will have a surprise have a guest. special guest <laughs> yeah. appearance next week. We'll have somebody special here next week. Um we won't mention who it is. He'll introduce himself, and uh, we'll introduce uh, him. Yeah, you guys will introduce him. He's very well known in the Armenian uh, hairstylist community. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh thanks my god, god for thanks, him. Thanks God for him. <laughs> thanks so, God for the blood yeah. And again, he's related to. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> related to you guys, man. <laughs> he's not related to me in any sense, is he? Well, no, the, no he's, he's related. Re- yeah, basically, oh, yeah. basically. So I will be in London next week. Ooh, um, you should go. call in. Well, it all depends on what time are you, you guys are going to yeah, actually go live. Buddy. But it's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know, man. What time? Hold on. Let me ask. Hold on. What time is it in London, England? It's 4.31 a.m. in London, England. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be turning my pillow to the cold <laughs> side. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, have a great week, guys. All, all right. right. Enjoy your trip. Thank you.